welcome to episode 60 of the Gore Press Gorecast. I'm your host, Sarah B. Demented, and joining me as usual is my friend Phil. Hello. Um, how are you, Phil? I'm good. Good. How are you, Sarah? Not too bad. Not too shabby. Um, we did mention at the end of last week's show that we would be spending this episode talking about uh, Company, Company of Wolves. Um, but we lied. That, dear listeners, was a lie. <laughs> We've changed our minds. I'd still like to cover that at some point, I okay. think. But yeah. I'm happy to. I think we're going to push that back um, and watch something that neither of us have seen before. Mm. We haven't actually seen it at this point. Um, but we're going to cover The Tall Man. Heard yeah. some uh, mixed things, but I'm interested to give this a shot because we're both kind of quite interested in the whole Slender Man yeah. thing. And this is quite. Slendy. Quite slendy. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm quite excited about that. Slendy as an adjective from no one. Hells yeah. <laughs> Inventing. <laughs> what I just invented. <laughs> so, but before that, I think um, we're going to talk a little bit about what we've watched. Mm-hmm. Do you want to kick us off? Go for it. Um, I watched Sinister. Ah, yes. Picked that up pretty cheaply, so I was like, yes, I would grab this. Um, quite enjoyed it. Yeah. Quite enjoyed it, yeah. Um, wasn't entirely sure what to expect. I mean, it was from the same people who did Insidious, I believe. Mm-hmm. And Insidious wasn't great. Oh, I, I thought you quite liked Insidious. I quite liked it. It's just, it was Darth Maul. It was yeah. Darth Maul. I mean, no, that's not <laughs> Darth Maul. No one... <laughs> anyway, yeah. So um, I wasn't quite sure what to expect, but actually it was a pretty good horror. Um, yeah. Are you not convinced? Um... Do you know what? I really liked the first half of Sinister. Okay. Um, without getting too spoilery, in case you haven't seen it, uh, there are a few moments that I thought were really standout scares. One in particular involving a lawnmower. Yes, I suspected Nearly that. Nearly made one, me poop myself. I, I suspected that was the case because I uh, yeah when I was watching it, I knew I knew <laughs> there was a particular moment. So yeah, that must be it. <laughs> no, that was. Oh, I thought that was incredibly well done mm. to the point where the first time I, well the only time I watched it I had to skip back just to yeah. see that bit again and it got me again even <laughs> though I knew I was what to expect and it was seconds after I seen it for the first time um, but I think they missed a trick a little bit I'm not a big fan of Ethan Hawke okay. so that dampened the whole thing a little bit for me um, as a I don't know taken as a whole it's not a wonderful film. It's got some effective moments in it, I thought. Yeah. But the the kids at the end, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was all a bit like. It just got really weird. hokey all of a sudden. Yeah. And it didn't seem to fit. Like it was great up until that point, but the ending kind of lost me a little bit. Yeah. But otherwise, worth a watch. Yeah, and surprisingly comic. I thought. In moments, yeah, yeah, had its moments. Deputy so and so who. Uh... Yeah. Provided the comic relief. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting, but it didn't feel forced, really. No. Cool. Okay. No, what about you? Um, I watched, rewatched Friday Night Lights. Okay. Um, I've seen a little bit of the TV show lately, and I wasn't massively sold on it. But Friday Night Lights has always been, I th- I think, a really, really, really great film. Considering I'm somebody who really doesn't like sports movies. Yeah. Um. But I do like films about the underdog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it ticks that box at least. But yeah, I hadn't watched it for years, so I gave that a rewatch. Still love it. And I still think it's superior to the TV show. Okay. The TV show is a little bit too filled with 
teenage melodrama for my liking. It's a bit too soapy. Yeah. Okay. Whereas the film is um, just two hours of pretty good drama and some tense uh, football matches. Okay. <laughs> American football American matches, football. yeah. I was going to ask whether it was, um, you know, actual football or <laughs> handbag. Yeah. Interesting cast. <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton's always fairly reliable. Yeah. But yeah, enjoy that film a lot. Okay. What else have I watched? Um, I watched, also watched Boogeyman. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I remember seeing it years ago. I kind of, <laughs> kind of thought it was moderately effective, but this was years ago. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm saying nothing. Now that I actually know what I'm talking about, I realise that's, <laughs> that's not the case. <laughs> that's debatable. <laughs> well, I suppose. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't... I mean, the DVD player packed in halfway through, so I oh, only saw not halfway through, but like twenty minutes towards the end. Oh, okay. And I kind of couldn't be bothered to uh, to kind of try and sort it out, but <laughs> that speaks volumes. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's uh, it's kind of a nice idea, but I just don't think it was necessarily executed as well as it could have been. I think what Phil is trying to say is, Boogeyman is cack. Pretty much. Yeah. But it, it spawned at least two sequels that I know well, of. Well, yeah, but that... That's not a mark that of quality, <laughs> but it must have made some money. It must have been worthwhile. I guess. Bonkers. Um, yeah, I mean, not much more to say, really, about that so, one, I don't think. it's obviously not a recommend. No. Is it an avoid, or are you just kind of meh about it? Well, I'd like to do a gourmetry on it. So you're willing to Sometime. watch it again? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I kind of found myself. Maybe, maybe it's a natural reaction to me now. Is whenever I'm watching a crappy movie, I will naturally go into yeah commentary mode. <laughs> um, but I kind of found myself laughing at my own jokes oh, midway through Philip. the film because I'm one of those people. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'd watch it again, but okay. maybe under different circumstances. <laughs> Interesting. Um, another thing I watched this week, another rewatch, in okay. fact. Uh, it's not something I've seen for probably seven or eight years. Mm, long time. Um, another documentary. I've been yeah. watching a lot of documentaries lately. Uh, it's American Movie. Okay. Now, have you? do you know anything about American Movie? I haven't. Okay. Well, well it was it, made, I think, in like 1999, 2000. And it's basically about this guy, Mark Borchardt, okay. and his willing and unwilling friends and relatives as he makes it his mission to make a feature film. Okay. Um, basically, a bunch of dirt poor people in, I think it's Milwaukee, um... But they're just so bloody endearing. Yeah. <laughs> He's so single-minded. And some of the anecdotes that they've got, is genu- it's just a genuinely entertaining, heartwarming documentary. Okay. Um, basically, he doesn't necessarily achieve his goals, but he finishes a short film, and it's just... It's really, really interesting to watch. Really interesting. If you haven't seen it, I would definitely, definitely recommend that one. Okay. Fair enough. Might That's check a solid out. recommend for me. Yeah. Um, also... Eagerly trying to catch up on Game of Thrones. Ah, oh, still, yeah. Yeah, Where are you I up got to now? behind. Um, midway through season two, so I've got a way okay. to go. Uh, the everything's going a bit weird right now. Okay. The priestess has just given birth. Yep. 
Is that a spoiler? Is it fair game at this point? Is that a spoiler? I mean, it's, it's not the worst thing I could say ever. That's evidently. true, don't. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't think it was that dramatic. Not, like, integral. I didn't say... Yeah. <laughs> it's probably anyway. fair game now that season Hopefully. three's out of the way, Hopefully. isn't it? Um, but yeah, I'm just eagerly trying to catch up because the Red Wedding is intriguing me. But the less you know about that I know. before seeing it, the better. Because yeah. I, knew I, what, what... I knew what to expect. Okay. Well, I, I knew what was coming up. And I know another big spoiler from series four, and I'm really pissed off oh, at myself. No. Um, uh, why do you do this to yourself? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. But it's it's cracking. Is all yeah. I'm going to say. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think you'll but uh, no, uh, be shocked. Looking forward to that. Try and crack on with that this week. Finish cool. it all off. Awesome. Maybe we can talk a little bit about the second half of season two next week. Yeah. Then. The only other thing I've watched, it's been a bit scant viewing this week, uh, the only other thing I've watched is um, an Ausploitation movie called Storm Warning. Okay. Uh, first time watching it. It was not bad. Okay. I have to say, it was pretty... It started off appallingly. Yeah. The first 10, 15 minutes, I was bored stiff. <laughs> and the characters would just not endearing themselves to me okay. in any way shape or form but after that once it kicks off it's to, it's got that very bizarre Australian film uh, feel to it yeah. that you just can't really describe properly it's nasty it's dirty it's grimy there's a little bit of humour there okay because they never seem to take <laughs> I, do, I, I love Australian films I don't know what it is about them but there is something that I just love it's, it's a little bit more visceral maybe maybe they're a bit more fearless in their filmmaking yeah. than mainstream American cinema I think um, some of the gore is just fantastically <laughs> well done it's disgusting but it's uh, yeah it had me wincing in places and I did find myself actually cheering for the antagonist okay. towards the end okay so yeah That's a good thing. have you seen um I know how many runs you scored last summer. I haven't. I've got that. I that's a it. weird one. I won't go. I won't talk about it because I, I mean I, I haven't seen him forever. But that's another odd. I've I believe that's that. Australian. Yeah, I've owned it for ages and I haven't watched it. I bought that at a car boot sale for a pound. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to put my, that on my to watch list. So yeah, I'll try. I'll I'll fish it out at a later <laughs> date when we're not recording though. Probably sensible. But yeah, I don't, there's something about Australian films that I really, really like. Um, I think it is the kind of tongue-in-cheek nature, the fact that they can mix a bit of humour, very, very dark humour in a lot of cases, yeah. with the really visceral moments, kind of seamlessly, Yeah. in a way that few other um, countries can. So I would say, well, I'm, I won't give it a score, because at some point I would like to review that for the site. Okay. But it's a strong recommend if you're into that sort of thing. If you're into yeah. not necessarily Australian films, but uh, and I obviously hesitate to use the term torture porn again because we've covered <laughs> this at length. But there is an element to that, but not in. I don't know. I don't know how to describe <laughs> it. Just watch it. If there you're into go. if you're Easy into your gore, uh, just uncomplicated horror films where you can switch your brain off have a bit of a giggle, wince a lot, then yeah, definitely, definitely watch that one. That's there it for me. Have you yeah, got anything else? I've really got, I've seen a huge, I've been catching up with Naruto, but I, 
less said about that the better I mean it's great <laughs> but I, I don't really want to reveal how much of a complete dork I am I think you just did mate public. <laughs> it's really good though <laughs> too late <laughs> so yeah I think that's everything that we have watched yeah so we're going to take a short well we're not going to take a short break we're actually gonna we're going to take quite a lengthy break watch the whole movie and then come back and review the shit out of it yeah so he's hoping it's uh, there's enough to talk about I'm sure we'll find <laughs> something to talk about I'm very good at going off on tangents I think you underestimate that yeah we'll see we'll be fine <laughs> in a bit our town has been dead for six years at first we blamed the closing of the mine but something bad had come to destroying our town even more so you believe it too? Something had come to Cold Rock that was taking the children. The last kid disappeared two months ago. Won't be long before the next one goes. Dinner half an hour! Okay. Do you still have to go to work tomorrow? Yeah. Can we play together again when you get home? I promise. And he was gone when the children were paying the price. The children. He was like an ancient legend. Something from a book of fairy tales or an old song. That feeling didn't last long. Where are they? We haven't found them. Not him, not the others. And we're back. Um, so we're going to talk to you a little bit about The Tall Man, having yeah. just watched it. Well. So that was a film. That happened. Yeah. Let you start, Phil. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I will start with a synopsis, since that's my job. Let's do um, it. Well, it all sort of revolves around the story of a nurse in this small sort of uh, run-down... Bumfuck nowhere. ...town in... Uh, in the place that I just said. in Bumfuck nowhere. <laughs> uh, Cold it was Rock a, something. Cold Rock in... Pittsburgh County, no, no, somewhere Pittsville County. <laughs> um, it was a prosperous mining town, but then the mine shut down and the whole thing went to shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this urban legend sort of sprung about uh, regarding this mysterious tall man who kidnapped kids. Uh, oh, did he? Oh, did he? <laughs> and then it's up to uh, our protagonist Julia to. Well, I mean, her kid, her kid gets kidnapped and then things happen and... To be honest, we can't talk about this movie without spoiling the fuck out, the fuck out of it, can we, really? Heads up. <laughs> <laughs> As usual, we are going to get pretty spoilerific yeah. from here on out. There's just no way not to. Um, so in light <laughs> of that, do you want to add to your synopsis? All right, well... <laughs> Essentially, it seems to turn into this, what, guerrilla adoption agency? 
Yeah, or gets a bit preachy and heavy-handed and weird. There's a, there's a, these. It turns out, regardless of the intro, that this, uh, this nurse and her husband have been kidnapping kids and then uh, re- essentially rescuing them from, them. yeah, rehoming like them. animals. Because obviously that's how it works. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, fuck Rich bureaucracy. Buy children on the black market from people in hoods yep that's how it works that's pretty much it and there we go therein so, lies the synopsis <laughs> my first issue with this film it might be a non-issue it might okay. be a non-starter I don't think I'm alone in this I think you'll probably agree we watched this film or I watched this film thinking it was a horror right you too yes okay it's hard not to. I mean, yeah. a mysterious tall figure kidnaps yes. kids. Yeah. Kind of screams horror, really. Now, I say it might be a non-starter because I've literally just looked on the IMDb page and it's actually listed as crime slash drama slash mystery. Okay. Which it is. Yes. I think it's... It's a... It's all of those things masquerading as or marketed and missold as a horror film. Yeah. A horror film, this is not. It's not no. scary. It tries to be, in the first half at least, and the premise is sort of very loosely linked to the whole Slender Man thing. The Marble That's Hornets. That's what you saying earlier, yeah. Uh, well, I say Marble Hornets, but I guess Slender Man uh, predates predates Marble Hornets. Yeah, it was. Oh crap! It was uh, something something awful. awful I yeah. think. Make your own meme creature. Kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Thus, Slender Man so, was born. I think Marble Hornets made it famous or certainly popularized it. Popularized it, yeah. And this film kind of borrows that concept a little bit. Yeah. Although or at least the kind of basic. I mean, yeah. but then but then at the same time the story of kids being kidnapped from a village has been I mean, the yeah. Pied Piper did that. I don't think. Yeah, there's an urban legend. I mean, it's it's funny last week we touched on the documentary that I'd watched Cropsy. Yes. Which is very 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 similar. Yeah. Obviously, that's grounded in a real Some life. Full of reality. Yeah. Like it's based on an urban legend, but it's grounded in truth. Yeah. Almost like these things happened, and the urban legend sprang up after. Yeah. You know, the urban legend didn't come first. <laughs> ah. Well. Okay. So. Let's start at the beginning. Jessica Biel to my mind, is not known for being a great actress. She's normally there as I can, yeah. I would say. I've seen her... I've seen her in very little, to be honest. All I can think of, off the top of my head, is Blade Trinity. <laughs> what a terrible which I film. have a real soft spot for. Really? Yes. That was like... Oh no. Blade <laughs> Trinity is like, is like an hour and a half long 90s music video. <laughs> Hell yes it is! <laughs> Oh dear. What you just described <laughs> is your perfect film. Awesome, quite frankly. <laughs> and the only other thing I can think of is um Oh shit. The Rules of Attraction. Okay. The Brett Easton Ellis adaptation. Yeah. She was okay in both of those things. Not a standout. And before watching this, I'd heard from a couple of people that she was kind of drifting through the film not necessarily acting her socks off. Yeah. But I thought she was pretty decent, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, I thought so. Like, she 
showed the right amount of emotion when called for, was vacant when it was called for. <laughs> given Affectionate. Yeah, given given the twist at the halfway mark, which is bizarre, because normally, you know, you expect the twist at the end, whereas yeah. it was very, very early <laughs> on, and then it felt like the film went on for way too long after that. But I thought she was okay. The supporting cast underused if anything Stephen yeah. McHattie if I see his name in the credits I want to see more of him or at least hear, <laughs> hear more of more that of wonderful yeah. voice and he was barely in it so I was a little bit disappointed um, ditto the smoking man mm-hmm. William B. Davis uh, Samantha Ferris I recognised from Supernatural okay uh, Jodel Ferland, obviously, um, Silent Hill cropped up in a lot of horror films. Silent Hill, Cabin in the Woods. There's multiple characters, if I remember rightly. Um, and they are surprisingly old. Yeah. IMDb tells me. <laughs> yes. Did you? I think I just still think of her as Alma from <laughs> Silent Hill. Like she's just eternally that character. No. <laughs> it's probably the one she's going to be remembered for. To probably. Be Sadly. Well... That or Tideland. Not necessarily, sadly. Wow, what a weird film. I quite enjoy Silent Hill. Oh, Kingdom Hospital. Oh, Lord. okay. Yeah. I forget about all this. She was in a film as a little boy. I remember I, that much. Was she a little boy at one time? <laughs> no, I think... I mean... <laughs> she played one. <laughs> she played... Okay. She played one on TV. <laughs> oh, man. What film was that? She definitely played... Michael Rollins. She was... She was a little boy in The Messengers, weirdly. Okay. <laughs> when she was a kid. I don't I know why they couldn't have hired a, a boy. That's bizarre. <laughs> so the cast as a whole, not bad. No. Not a standout, not bad. Serviceable. No. Yeah. The music I didn't really notice. No. The score was, I guess, quite minimal. Yeah. I, I barely remember anything. <laughs> I do remember there was one scene near the beginning... In the, or in the first half of the film it was a tremendously kind of Americana pop song bilge yeah and I remember thinking that was really really out of place and then some incidental music came in over the top of that okay almost creepy music and I, it just struck me as a very 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 odd choice yeah I don't think that worked at all uh, but I guess it served to make you feel a bit uneasy a bit I guess. Un- unsure of the tone well, I don't know if that was intentional. I'm sure of the tone. I'm probably lending this way yeah. more weight than it deserves. <laughs> so anyway, directed and written by. You ready for the terrible pronunciation? Go for it. Pascal Logier. I have no idea. There I apologise. Whatever your name is, <laughs> however you pronounce it, I apologise profusely because I've probably mangled it terribly. <laughs> Director of Martyrs. Yes. Which I haven't seen yet. Oh, you haven't... Oh, no. okay. I was going to ask you a question about it, but I won't. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I could, but it'd be pointless. Yeah. I've been meaning to. Well... They're very, very, very different films. Yeah. Very different films. Um, if I hadn't known prior to watching The Tall Man that he'd directed both, I would never have guessed in a million years. I mean, maybe some similar visual cues, but... <sighs> no. Very, very, very different films. Although he's... Martyrs is definitely a superior film. Yeah, I I've heard. Uh, it's not a film good, I ever want to watch again. Good things. I mean, good isn't necessarily yeah. the right word. It's <laughs> definitely uh, not the right I've word. I've heard things. I've heard very <laughs> some stuff. Some stuff. People some, said some, some things, stuff about yeah. things. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> so, 
I think we've waffled enough to plough straight in there with some spoilers. Yes. So around the halfway mark, after... Well, we've kind of spoiled it already, so... I didn't really know what was happening for a, <laughs> quite a long time. I must yeah, admit. Yeah, I share that confusion. Uh, uh, it wrinkled my brain somewhat. Until I kind of twigged, and then everything became clear yeah. in a roundabout way. So, you are led to believe that, and please don't listen to this if you haven't seen the film, genuinely, um, you are led to believe that Jessica Biel's character, the nurse, has had her son kidnapped. She's run off into the woods to chase the tall man yep. and save this kid. And she's faced with a crazy lady who claims well, yeah, it's her I mean, son. Her, the, yeah, the she was introduced tall man to kidnapped that. his her son. Yeah. Like... She found her housemate tied up, bound mm. up, and her son missing. And then the yeah. tall man ran off. She sees him running off, so yeah. naturally gives chase. And then in an M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> twist, Jessica Beale's the bad guy. Yeah. Or is she? It's all a bit morally weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hell of a big grey area. It seems to suggest that what she's doing is a good thing. Yeah. Especially by the end. Like, she's painted in quite thing. a sympathetic light. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it seems like quite a confused message, I think. Yeah. I don't think it, seem, it doesn't seem to know what it's trying to say. Well, it's. I mean, it, it seems to. It's obviously a comment on something. Like, the yeah. state of the American family or... Yeah, or the state of the of bureaucracy in adoptions or... Yeah. You know. Something like <laughs> that. One of those things or a combination of both. Who knows? <sighs> Where do you fall on that? Like... In terms of what? What do you think they were trying to say? What do you think Pascal... Blah, 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 was trying to say? Uh... I I I I don't, <laughs> I don't really aye, know. Aye, aye. Yeah, I mean it's one of those things. I mean it, you know, she's clearly she clearly has good intentions. She wants to rescue these kids from their, you know, kind of hellish upbringings. It definitely seems to, to suggest that she's the good guy. Yeah, and that her is he dead? Isn't he dead? Husband is also a good guy yeah and that they've been doing this across the board across god knows how many states countries even and that they've improved lives yeah and certainly by the end you think that way because yeah I mean it's framed even though kind of uh, uh, her character uh, is uh, is kind of framed as the Protagonist. It's it's also kind of around that mm. you get the uh, the narr- the kind of voiceover from uh, Alma, whatever her name is, <laughs> Jodel. Alma, whatever it is. You can't so, call her that forever. I know. I probably should learn her name, but um, <laughs> but th- th- presumably that indicates that this is all her narrating the tale of the tall man, and therefore, I mean, she says at the end that she's happy. And she wants to, you know, mm. she's she's being shown this new and exciting world. Uh, so, 
it does seem sympathetic to not necessarily just to uh, Jessica Biel's character. Mm. I I was a bit confused by the almost <laughs> Daily Mail esque poor people bad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah trailer, tra- trailer trash, abusive husband. Yeah, uh, did it have to be, you know, low the the working class? Yeah, it could have been anyone. I just thought that was a bit of an odd choice to kind of make all the families that the children were taken from be dirt poor, white trash, trailer yeah. dwelling. I mean, it's not necessarily. You know, it's more the the their treatment of the kids that matters, not yeah. their economic state. But I did think it was quite telling that by the end of it, when you see one of the main characters rehomed, yeah. she goes to a very very yeah. well to do woman. Yes. <laughs> so I think that was definitely a conscious choice, and I find that a bit odd. It's, yeah. it's a little bit Daily Mail for me. I mean, I guess, I guess there's. Because obviously, obviously in Cold Rock, a lot of the kids go missing. Yeah. And I think, even though we don't see that in the film itself, it's kind of told in the backstory. Uh, I think they needed to have found a situation in which a lot of kids would be suffering. Mm. And I think if it was all in this quite uh, upmarket town, for example, then I don't think the kids would be quite suffering as much. I mean, there might be kind of you know, abusive neglected, families. Neglected, probably. yeah. But, uh... I say probably. Yeah, probably. that happens all the time. All <laughs> but, rich but people I think, neglect their children. But, then, but that's the thing, you know, you would have, like, the occasional family who might, and therefore they yeah. need to be rescued, but the situation needs to call for mm. a lot of kids in one area to be suffering yeah. in some way, and whether it's through economic state or being abused or... I mean, I guess I understand the choice. I'm just not sure I'm comfortable with yeah, it. Yeah, true. Is what I'm trying to say. True. Mostly because I would describe myself as working class, and I don't feed <laughs> my children. <laughs> I don't have children. Yeah, that would do. My cats. <laughs> yeah. I don't beat them either. Nobody take my cats away. <laughs> so, I, I, I'm just going to come out and say it. I was disappointed. Yeah, me too. I don't know if this is a case of expectations getting in the way because I did expect a very, very different film than the one we yeah. saw. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I was surprised when 20 minutes into the film uh, Julia had met yeah. the tall man and was chasing him yeah. and it's like, well, where's it going to go now? I mean, you mm. kind of, I kind of expected this whole, like, like the almost like the ring where kind of she gets deeper into the myth and then kind of finds sort of elements of him or whatever mm. and, and kind of it just goes deeper deeper and deeper into the story but it just sort of happened and then yeah pacing was a little bit off I thought it, it was just not I'm not sure about off but it was just surprising considering what mm. we were expecting uh, but yeah I was I was kind of disappointed um, again don't know it why because it, it could be that we just weren't expecting that I mean I think we were expecting what we were supposed to be expecting, though, because of the marketing, the fact that the very misleading synopsis that suggests this woman's son gets kidnapped when, in fact, it's not her son at all. Yeah. The fact that the person that she's chasing looks like they might be... 
I don't know the word, um, otherworldly, I suppose. Yeah. Well, that's... The fact that the van that he slash she is driving looks a little bit... Jeepers Creepers. Almost Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. Creepers. yeah, that's exactly what it made me think <laughs> of. And it was... All, all signs pointed to something supernatural. Yeah. I was, I was surprised when Christine, uh, Julia's housemate, was... Is it Christine? Maybe. Yes. Something Maybe. like that. <laughs> Who knows? When she was like tied up when the when yeah. someone was kidnapped, because I, I assumed that Tallman was this just this thing supernatural creature kind snuck of in and yeah, snuck out right. And, and then, but then as soon as she's tied up, it means oh, he has a physical like yeah, a, a kind of uh, appearance, and therefore must be a real person rather yeah. than this kind of because the idea of an urban legend implies a whole kind of backlog of, of 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 kind of stories and events well yeah i mean you know you can't have a, a, a an, urban, an legend. urban legend that's been going for like five years or something like that yeah and you can't have an urban legend that's basically like oh yes yeah, some guy just like abducts people <laughs> no that's true crime <laughs> that's not an urban even legend. even if he's you know kind of just hooded you know it's still <laughs> not really an urban legend but i understand why they did it yeah and it drew me in but I felt very betrayed <laughs> yeah. a little bit. I, I felt betrayed by the marketing. I felt misled. I felt a little bit disappointed yeah. is the only word for it. I, mean, I, I was hoping there would be a supernatural element. I was. I thought by the end of it, they were going to introduce a supernatural yeah. element. I mean, how did you come about the tournament? Like, how did you hear about it? Uh, I think it was recommended to me by... My former podcast co-host, <laughs> he who Ooh. shall not be named, <laughs> Mr. Jamington McCrothers. <laughs> yeah, he he loved it. Yeah, if memory serves, and I don't. We don't always see eye to eye. <laughs> That's obviously, true. yeah. As anyone who's listened to this thing will know, but he was so fervent about how good he thought it was. I, I made a mental note to check it yeah. out, and it's one that fell by the wayside a little bit it wasn't high on my list of priorities but I was definitely looking forward to it and I guess yeah I just felt very very misled by it yeah and I think judging from some of the reviews that I've read I don't think I'm the only one yeah well I mean I was the way I came about it was I was reading a a cracked article online and it was kind of like the five kind of uh, topics horror films should be made about and mm. one was Slender Man oh hell yeah and it kind of it made these great ideas and this is something I've thought of for a while now uh, ever since I watched um, weirdly enough uh, The Village by M. Night Shyamalan like I had Im- <laughs> I, I, I think subtlety is I, I always appreciate subtlety in horror and things in The Village no, no, it wasn't. That's why it wasn't done. That was the thing. But I had because okay. obviously you know about these kind of creatures who are kidnapping. Yeah. Whatever it was. Uh, oh no, that preventing the villagers from leaving. That was that's what mm-hmm. it is. Um, there was a, there's one shot that's like a two shot with uh, with these two characters talking, and it's behind them is just this field, and then at the end of it, the woods. Yeah. And it got me thinking. That particular shot got me thinking. And this is something that the descent started to do a bit. Yeah. Is sneak elements of the antagonists into shots but you're not necessarily sure you've seen them mm-hmm. and that was one of the things that drew me to the idea of Slenderman because it mentioned that maybe in every almost in every single shot he's there in the background somewhere yeah. you don't notice it until you rewatch it mm-hmm. um, 
But the none of that in the co- <laughs> in the comments, someone said, "Well, if you want a Slenderman movie, go watch the Tall Man." So of course, I think hmm. it's this kind of supernatural. Had they seen the Tall Man? <laughs> Evidently not. <laughs> yeah, no Slendy here, folks. Yeah. don't be fooled. <sighs> it's it is a real shame. Yeah, because Slenderman is such a solid, <laughs> creepy concept. And had they utilised that aspect more, or, you know, at all, I think this would have been way more effective. But yeah. obviously having having looked at this crime slash drama slash mystery, I guess that's not what they were going for. Yeah, and, you know, it's maybe... I wanted the not, horror, damn it! Yeah, and not necessarily <laughs> fair of us to be going, well, it's crap because it wasn't a horror, I you suppose. know, because... But we, but we were <sighs> promised a horror film. <laughs> I guess. The marketing, marketing promised yeah. a horror film. So I guess it's the distribution <laughs> that's at yeah. fault rather than the filmmakers and the actors. Would you would you watch it again? Would you recommend it? What Good would you question. compare it to? Or compare it? Uh, I don't Not really know. No, I can't think of anything no. specifically. I mean, it's kind of a ton of films that deal with the kind of. It almost had a it, it's rather weird, than though. a supernatural element. It almost had a fairy tale element. To yeah, it. because like the idea of like a dark fairy tale. Like yeah, you know, I mean, the, the, I guess you know mentions the boogeyman. I think mm-hmm. not the film. <laughs> you know, urban legend. Yeah, the Pied Piper. You know, they kind of there's a whole there is a whole like backstory of, of mm. kind of these monsters that kidnap uh, kind of kids. Uh, so yeah, I can definitely see that, and I think I ask you whether it was on that list that the yeah the empire the the empire list of dark fairy tales yeah uh but no (laughs) no i I have a feeling that list might predate this film i don't know i can't remember to be honest but i guess i think they were based on fairy tales whereas this is true maybe yeah but uh but well it's bad it's not but uh (laughs) yeah as for watching it again (laughs) maybe without the expectations maybe once the kind of I've kind of forgotten about it a bit and my but I, I still am aware that it's not a horror I'd like to revisit it because then it, so I won't be it won't be clouded universe. by my <laughs> expectations <laughs> so basically in an alternate universe other other Phil like film <laughs> number 16 or whatever in the parallel universe one of well parallel universe number 16 I guess evidently um, Phil number 16 would like to watch it for the first time again but knowing it's not a horror film <laughs> I think so, is yeah. what you're trying to say yeah <laughs> yeah as for whether I'd enjoy it it's hard to say yeah. because it's it's so hard to you can't it's like we saw from last week you know we were, we were kind of thinking about you watching the gate you know it's mm. you watch you when you watch a film it's clouded by your expectations or mm-hmm. you judge it or memories or nostalgia yeah you know? so it's it's really hard to push that aside mm-hmm but uh, a score. Ooh, sum it up. I haven't think. If think about that, I mean, it's. I'll go first. Go for I it. Need to go first. Yeah. You can have a think. I think <laughs> <laughs> the tall man is a competent film. Yeah. It's a solid piece of filmmaking. It's well made. It looks good. It's well directed. I think the pacing is off a little bit because it felt like it was. 
it felt like it could have ended half an hour before it did. It felt like it went on and on and yeah. on and it didn't necessarily need to. It was to. that weird climax in the middle mm. where it seems to... Yeah. The yeah. kind of final battle seems to occur and then that threw it me carries off. on. <laughs> that threw me off. I, I'm definitely disappointed by the fact that there wasn't any real horror. Some horrific things happened, yeah. but there was no horror. Yeah. I, not a huge amount of tension either. No, really. no, not at all. I mean, the, the mystery's over fairly... Like at the halfway I mean, mark. it's a bit of a mindfuck, but mm. you know, you just got to you kind of just sit down and wait for it to yeah. Kind I of mean, be revealed. Fair play to them in that I had no idea where the fuck it was going to go, <laughs> no, or how it was going to end, or when it was going to end, or yeah. where it was going to end. I really didn't know because it every time I thought it was going to end, <laughs> they tacked on another five minutes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe there's going to be more revelations, and then there weren't really. Yeah. So, it was good that I, I I didn't think it was predictable at all. No, which is always a good thing. It was, it's a really bizarre mixture of quite original but derivative at the same time. I was thinking that when we were talking was about it earlier. Lots of all... other little bits of films in there. Yeah, but at the same time, I can't think of anything else quite like it. Yeah. I would struggle to come up with a direct comparison. Well, that's... Yeah, that's what I was... <laughs> yeah. It's hard. It's really hard to think of anything that's kind of similar because it's not really... This is my wrap-up. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I, I wouldn't say I liked it, <laughs> but I didn't dislike it. I'm kind of on the fence with this one, to yeah. be honest. Usually I have a pretty strong opinion, but I think I am stuck on the fence okay and for that reason I'm going to give it a five okay wedge right down the middle <laughs> can't get much more on the fence than that really nope uh yeah I mean I think I've kind of all the reason I think we share our opinions on this one really we were kind of uh not necessarily well not necessarily misled we, yeah we misled both looked at each other with that the but... fuck <laughs> the same moment <laughs> Um, I mean, we, yeah, we were misled, whether it's by the marketing or mm. other people or whatever. Um, and it's really hard to not Some let that fucker lied to affect, us. <laughs> not let that affect your your opinion. So, yeah, I mean, I think I'm going to be a bit more generous if that's usually... You always are. I expect how, this. Well, five's, five's lazy. I mean, <gasps> <laughs> you said on the fence, therefore five. Easy. You won't be asked back. Uh, oh, you're going solo then? <laughs> yeah, just me from now on. Um, I'm gonna give it a six, I think. Okay. Because it was, I mean, it was well made. I was just about to say, justify it. It was well made. I, I mean, said it was, it was well, well made. made well acted, but, but five. This is why I think ratings a bit sort of difficult because five implies really average. Yeah. And I think it is. <laughs> but it's well made yes I don't know and well acted and you can have well made and average <laughs> yeah, if it maybe. wasn't well acted then it would be shit <laughs> yeah true so I don't know maybe I think I give it I, I kind of think it does deserves a bit more not respect but praise for that I guess but yeah six sure why not well you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> That's going to average us out at five and a half, which I'm pretty happy with. Yeah. 55% if this was Rotten Tomatoes, which it's not. <laughs> Thank God. 
I'd like to think people respect our opinions a little bit more than Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> well, probably not. No, probably not. So that was our review of the tour, man. <laughs> <laughs> All of as it. best as we could, anyway. Yeah, we tried. Sorry. We also tried to figure out a song to end on. <laughs> Um, and we couldn't, so it's very, very tenuous, but I'll yeah. tell you that in, the, in a minute. In the meantime, we want your feedback. Yes, we don't All of it, get please feedback. send it. I'm not going to beg. I just did. It, so I lied. Yeah, kind of did. <laughs> Damn it, I can't take that back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to beg. Please, please, <laughs> with a cherry on top. Uh, if you do have any feedback, you can send it to podcast at gorepress.com on the old email you can find us on Facebook uh, we're facebook.com slash gorecast uh, we're on Twitter at gorecastx yep. there is a phone number and I've still not written it down to read out Sad but it will be on the website yes um, of course do check out www.gorepress.com we're going to try and get some new content up there Pretty ASAP soon. so yep. there'll be lots to read we've got a competition coming soon exciting Snazzy. exciting and lots of awesome stuff in the works. So on that note, I think we're going to call it a day. Yep. And leave you with a song <laughs> from the dwarves. See because what we did there. We love irony. We couldn't find anything to do with tall <laughs> things or tall people or tall men or tall anything. Even tall coffees. Oh. Nothing. Not a damn bean. Apparently the... Ah. Sorry, bean. Coffee. Coffee. See what you did there? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So here's a song called Everybody's Girl by the Dwarves. Until next time, stay spooky. Kitty calls me on the phone to say she's all alone and needs somebody there. Christmas sees into the future. Tells her that she's an asshole, she'll have blood who really cares I sit here and wonder if we are sharing a different world And all these naked emotions whirling around me swirl I'm in love with everybody's girl Look at Brenda there with Luke, she's giving him the food All but Kelly's standing by All in here comes with my mask on him but I never even tried I sit here and wonder if we are sharing a different world And all these TV emotions making the channels twirl And I'm in love with everybody's girl Everybody
everybody's girl. Oh yeah, everybody's girl. Everybody's girl. Everybody's girl. 